Hi, family, and welcome to Jordan's Journey Podcast, your number one resource to help you grow in life and in faith. I'm your host, Jordan Thorpe, where we talk all things your journey to becoming, becoming who God is calling you to be. So if you're ready to learn and grow along your journey, stay tuned. Hi, family, and welcome back to another episode of Jordan's Journey Podcast. This is real life, real people sharing their stories of how they overcame. Uh, And so today we have a special guest with us. Her name is Krista. I'm so glad that you were able to join us today. Welcome, Krista. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing very well. So I know that you do like a little bit of ministry yourself, like you're, I follow you on Instagram. So um, tell us a little bit about your ministry first and, you know, what you're doing right now. Okay. So yes, me and God right now, we're working to just trying to be able to take what I am receiving from the spiritual and get it down into the natural, but just going through the process. Um, My ministry is based around self-development and faith intertwining to promote healing, growth, and transformation. Um, Those are I'm very passionate about just because of my journey, um, the things that I've been through. And then when God did finally call me, um, just like how the journey looked, I became very passionate about others understanding that they did not have to stay in the life they once knew, that there was actually freedom on the other side, because I didn't once believe that there was freedom. I used to think that the only way out was either like, you're going to have to be miserable on this earth. Or, you know, even the idea of suicide as well. Yeah. And, and he calls me and I realized there is actually freedom in Christ and not just, oh, I know God, but actually cultivating a relationship with him and being free from the mental barriers, being free from just the trauma of your past, being able to finally process that and walk with him in the fullness of what he promised to be true. Mm, that's good. That's and really- I'm just really figure out how to get it all we're still in the, you know, the beginning stage, working it out. I mean, yeah, no, everyone has to start somewhere. So that's really good. And um, so how did you get to this point spiritually and recognizing that there is freedom on the other side? You know, how did you, you know, realize that there is a God, he loves us and there's freedom when you trust in him and trust in his plan. So what happened that you got to this point? Take us back to that day. Okay, yes. Um, I always tell this story because it's so pivotal in the journey. But um, so starting off, I did grow up in the church. My dad was a minister and I have a lot of siblings. So we went to church on Sundays. But however, it was a small church and it was a family owned church. And we were not a part of the um, immediate family or anything like that. But my dad was a part of it. And he was a minister there. And so I had a lot of church hurt in the beginning because it was very messy. And so at first I looked at the church as somewhere where you just come together, you know, you go over the word and then everybody goes back to living how they used to live. But I was also younger, but my dad still instilled a foundation of me that there is a God. And so I felt like it was very judgmental space. So I went out into the world and I was still, you know, in middle school and high school and college and I'm figuring out my own path. But my dad would call me and say, did you read your Bible today? And I'm like, no, you know, I will though. Did you pray today? And I'm like, I will pray. 
And so I believe like just having that foundation definitely helps set the stage. But um, when I got into college, I got into a very toxic and um, abusive relationship. And when it ended, I was at rock bottom and I was used to kind of going low because I have been through some stuff in my life, but I was really at rock bottom. And I remember sitting in my car one night and I was just like, okay, God, I was, um, I like to just be very transparent. I believe that's what makes me like effective, my vulnerability. But I was hard and I was smoking. And I remember I called out to him and I was just like, at this point, this isn't even helping. And so I said, if there is a God, the way that I've been told and the way that I grew up, um, it being showed to me, then I need you because I need something stronger than me. I need something stronger than this. And um, yeah, I don't get saved from here now. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I don't know what I want to do. And it was like from that moment, it was just like a, a complete 360 happened. I still tried to find the words to say what exactly happened. But I know it was like a hunger came in me, like a hunger to know God, to mm-hmm. actually go deeper with him. It was like I felt peace for the first time. And so I was like, OK, well, I'm going to I'm going to seek this out. I'm going to actually seek out the things of God. And so I started listening to YouTube videos real heavy, listening to podcasts. Um, trying to read the Bible from the best of my ability of what I could understand, um, whatever I could do. At the time, I worked at Amazon and I drove the truck, so I was alone a lot of the time. So I'm filling that time. I'm just listening to interviews, listening to sermons, listening to all of these things. And before I know it, my mind was slowly changing. And I was able to go through and sit with God, actually, and say, okay, I really do want to be a better person. It's no longer about why did I attract it's no longer about what he did to me, but it's like, what type of woman was I that I stayed in that situation? And so I was asked the hard questions and I was able to self-reflect and God gave me a mirror and said, this is who you are. And I had to sit with myself. I had to take accountability. Okay. I've been insecure. I have been, um, codependent. I've been attached. I had an anxious attachment style and I had to really figure out and connect the dots on what led to this in my um, life and actually finally deal with the pain of my past. Mm, That's good. And so dealing with the pain in your past. Yes. Can you unpack that a little bit? Because we all have like trauma and things that we have to deal with from our past. Yes. And so what was your your healing process like with dealing with things from the past? I realized that I had suffered a lot from abandonment issues. And so I carried that very heavily, especially into my relationships and my friendships. And it was very like fearful. And so when he started to reveal that to me and I started able to like really understand my triggers and I started to be like, okay, well, I remember, and I promise you, like, it's crazy how much our subconscious mind actually stores this data. And if you don't ever explore what's there, then it's just going to play out in just different situations. So you'll be attracting the same things. You'll be going through the same things, reacting, responding the same way until you deal with it. And so when God finally sat me down and I'm asking the hard questions and I'm sitting with myself, I'm sitting with the uncomfortableness because it's uncomfortable. But a lot of times what we do when it's uncomfortable, we turn to distractions. We turn to what's going to numb it instead of allowing our pain to teach us. So I allowed it to be my teacher in that season. And so what God started to show me is it started with childhood. And it's something so simple that you wouldn't even think is a lot of trauma. But the first memory that flashed through my head was I remember I used to like to sing as a little girl and I would always try to get my parents to listen to me sing and they would never listen to me sing. So I believe like that was like um, a starting point of kind of like a seed of rejection. Mm-hmm. Like a 
a rejection and it just kind of slowly built. And then when they had the divorce and then when my dad said, okay, well, I promise that I'm not going to let her take you from me, but then he was taken and then building up that resentment. And so along the way, I was able to take each point of my journey where I felt like I was abandoned or I felt like I was rejected when I was bullied. How did that make me feel and actually sit with the feelings and learn that when people abandoned me, I began to question my own work, which turned into self um, abandon. It turned into self-rejection. I started abandoning myself. I didn't want to look in the mirror at one point. And so I had to really sit with that and process and go through each memory that God brought to my attention, address it, forgive, cry, whatever I had to do to allow God to bring the healing that I needed. And then when I realized that I actually could be free from these memories, I could be free from the things that um, used to tell me that I wasn't good enough. Why do I feel like I'm not good enough? It's not just enough to say, oh, well, I just know that I have these thoughts. I need to figure out why. And then when I figure out the why, then I can start actually believing when God tells me that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And it's no longer something that I'm just saying, but now it's beginning to take root because I've made space from it. He was able to get it from the root. Because I remember one time I was having a conversation with God and I remember it just got on my heart. I don't want to heal your symptoms. I want I want to get it from the root because I, I'm actually interested by my stripes. You are healed. You are made whole. And so I'm like, OK, what are the symptoms? OK, I say that I'm procrastinating. But if I'm really procrastinating, why am I procrastinating? Sitting with myself and understanding the why to why I do the things that I do and why I am the way that I am. Mm, that's so good. So I'm hearing taking accountability. Yeah. <laughs> facing everything you don't really want to face. Like, yes. And how you were saying, like, God was bringing up memories and you had to sit and like dissect those memories. OK, so why is this? Why was this triggering for me? What happened? Like, why was I hurt so bad? And then really dissecting and overcoming it. So you mentioned about uh, you were in the car, you were smoking and, you know, that's what when, when the epiphany came as far as okay there's a god there so can you talk about that a little bit more okay okay I gotta go deep in my memory bank for this one okay I was sitting in the car and I had that um, I just remember I cried out because I I use music to really like music and me I love music And so I was listening to these songs and I found this poet actually. And I believe that God used her to really speak to me in that moment Mm -hmm. because listening to her and I'm listening to how she's able to articulate her pain. I was then able to be able to start articulating my pain in a way that I was able to put it into words. And so like that for me, I know it's like not, it's kind of major, but when you have been blinded for so long and you've walked in darkness so long, that was like a glimpse of light. That was like, okay, I I actually see that there is some change. There's some signs that are going on. And I, that's what created the hunger in me. I want to go deeper listening to her words in that car that day after I prayed that. And I was like, wow, I feel her pain, but I also feel her words are releasing some type of healing. So I was like, okay, I want to go deeper. Let's go deeper. Yeah. It sounds like God just met you right where you were. Like he can just use anything, you know, a song comes on on the radio, someone sang a poem, and then it just is like the awakening, the journey begins of really becoming your better version. Yes. And it's a life. It's, I believe that healing is it's not linear. And I believe it's an ongoing process. Definitely. And 
walking with God has taught me like, okay, when I was a babe in this, when I got truly saved, when I actually cried out in the car that day, and I believe that I had to go through some things as a babe. I had to make some mistakes. I had to process. One of the things that I was really heavy on, like, I know the word very well, but even in this season of my life, God is showing me, okay, now I want to take you from a place of head knowledge to experiential knowledge. And it requires a larger capacity of me. So I'm having to go deeper in my healing process to actually walk out. He's saying to actually believe it because I realize it's not enough for me to keep reading that God loves me, that he believes all of these wonderful things about me and recognize the gifts that he gives me until I address why I'm so fearful to walk out, why I'm so fearful to keep going forward and actually being committed and disciplined in the things it's like now I'm having to believe in myself. So it was one thing to believe in God, but now he's like, okay, I need you to believe in me because that's the only way that partnership is going to take place. And so that's kind of where I'm sitting at right now, trusting him. It's like everything that I've learned in this journey these past few years, it's like, okay, now it's actually becoming embedded in me. I'm actually realizing that I'm not receiving, I'm not asking for anything. I'm receiving everything that already is. And changing the perspective for me. I'm not being healed. I am healed. Yeah. So yeah, that's so good. You're receiving everything of what already is. Yes. Um, so what would you tell someone who is like struggling with taking that leap of faith of actually just living out the scriptures? You know, as you were saying, I love how you were saying, you know, it's not enough to just know that God loves you but really experiencing God for yourself, experiencing God in your life. And you really only get to experience him, you know, like once you take that leap of faith, you know, once you're walking away of everything that you know and walking into the unknown and really going on this journey with just you and him. So what would you tell someone who is on the fence or kind of hesitant or trying to take that leap to go on that journey to experience God for themselves on another level? I would definitely say it's better to obey because God will bring you to a place where there is no, there's no other choice. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I recently just went through. Um, me and my partner that um, we recently broke up and I was kind of feeling it in my spirit that God was calling me away from that because I remember before we even got back together, God was saying I needed to be a season where it's just us. But because I had been so codependent, I'm actually learning about codependency right now. That's where I'm at right now. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't like to be alone. I don't, I don't, I like to feel connection. I like to be able to express love with another person, but I'm like, God is telling me I needed to just be us. And so I'm like kind of running from it and I'm ignoring it because I don't know what's on the other side of that obedience, just sitting there by myself. But I finally got to a place where it was like, there was no other choice. And that's why my friend said, the only way that I know you're serious about actually stepping out and actually sitting with God and going through this process is when you've had enough. Mm-hmm. When you are so tired of living the life that you have been living and receiving the things that you have been receiving and you are ready to see something different in your life. And it's just like, I can't be here any longer. So I have to align myself with you. And I've been sitting in it and it's been one of the best decisions that I've made in this past couple of months of my life. Like I'm so happy with when I finally let go and I'm just sitting with God and it's just us, but you're not going to understand until you obey. Understand. Right comes after the fact. And so it doesn't have to make sense, but until you get tired of doing things on your own, 
you'll realize that his ways are higher than our ways. And his, you know, his thoughts are different than our thoughts, but his plan is ultimately good. He knows what you need over what you want. That's so good. He knows what you need over what you want. My story was very similar as far as just tired of living the same life. I'm just like, there has to be another way. There has to be something else because this is a struggle. This is hard. And I just feel like it doesn't have to be this hard. It doesn't have to be. It almost feels like you're just going against the grain. Like, but there's when you're walking with God, there's more of a flow. There's the flow with your life and clarity of what's happening in the season that you're in and what you're supposed to be doing um, in that season. So what would you say now that, you know, you started your journey, you're walking with God? What were some of the benefits that you noticed as far as things changing in your life since you started the journey? Um, Well, definitely walking in, um, just knowing that. God is the God of I am. When he says that I am, like there is no limitations. And so in this season, I've had to learn to take the limitations off of God. I've had to learn to literally take him outside the box. And that's one of the things that he had when he had me meditate on Ephesians 3.20. Now unto him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can think or ask according to the power at work. He revealed to me there is a power that's available. You have to take me out the box. You have to release the limitations on how I can show up and how I can move in your life and when I should move. And so I guess the difference is, is just like hope. I have hope. Mm, yeah. I have hope. And before I didn't have hope, I didn't know where to turn. But now it's like, if, I, if anything's happening, I know if I drop to my knees, I know if I cry out to my father, he's there for me. Mm-hmm. And something that um, that's definitely a difference having like knowing I'm never alone. And that's even been another perspective because when you have in the past, Like I said, having all of these attachment issues and having all of these experiences that have distorted a perception of who I am, God has even shown me that I've projected it onto my relationship with him. And so now I'm having to rewire how I look at him, that he's not some evil dictator that sits in the sky who has no boundaries and is whenever you do something, he's just super angry with you or if you're not tiptoeing around. But like, I felt like I had to be perfect in relationships. So I felt like with him, oh, if I mess up, you're going to withdraw your love from me because that's what I'm used to. But him rewriting that and changing the perspective for me is a whole nother difference as well. And that's why I said, just being so passionate about helping other people realize that there is really freedom from the things that bound us, from the things that weigh us down. And so, yeah, I would definitely just say my hope has been restored. And I have peace of mind. And I believe you hear God so much better when you have a peace of mind, but it's really about training your mind up. At first, I didn't know how to train my mind. I didn't know that I was renewed by my mind. And so I thought how I always thought. So I did what I always did. But when he introduced a new way of thinking, then eventually it's going to overflow. With talk. So that's definitely the difference. I can grow. Peace always of grow. mind overflow, abundance. That's all what I'm hearing right now. And that that's really, you know, the characteristics of God, you know, and you start to, to see that in your life. And so, Crystal, where, where can we find you? If anyone is interested to know about more about who you are, what you're doing, um, where can we find you? I would say start on Instagram. I have some things that me and him are working on in the background right now. And I'm going to take what's in the spiritual and download it and 
allow him to communicate with my soul to bring it to pass. But I would say Instagram at Krista.dior. Um, on TikTok, I am going to start getting on TikTok a lot more, but it's Krista.dior as well. Okay. Thank you so much, Krista, for joining us and sharing your story. And we will see you guys in another episode of Jordan's Journey Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you were blessed and encouraged by this episode. For additional resources to help you grow in life and in faith along your journey, visit jordansjourneycoaching.com. Until next time, God loves you so much and so do I. Bye.